It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie. Uh, one of uh, the things uh, the Dáil will do today will be debate a new legislation which will afford Gardaí new powers uh, to enforce public health regulations. Jim Mulligan is president of uh, the Garda Representative Association, the GRA, and uh, a very good morning to you, Jim Mulligan, and uh, thanks uh, as always for joining us here on the, the programme this morning. Uh, the politicians will be debating uh, the powers that you have in relation to licensed premises, uh, in relation to pubs, and if they're in breach of the regulations. Yeah, so I believe. Good morning, Mike. Morning to you. Um, yeah, I believe that's before the doll this morning. Um, I, I know certain stuff has been floated around for the last two weeks, but we're interested to see what actually comes out of this today and what, what powers they, they, they are going to pass or not pass. Um, so we'll, we'll be watching it closely today. Um, our membership are, are, are even today making inquiries with us. Do we know anything about it or that? But we'll wait and see what, what comes of today. Is this uh, an additional power that uh, you need uh, to make publicans become compliant? Uh, you'll have uh, the power to close pubs uh, with the immediate closure orders. Yeah, Mike, it's very unusual, and it's a very unusual power to be given to the Gardaí, and I think we all accept the times we're living in is probably the only reason these things are happening and coming. Um it would appear that, that that's what they're going to debate today, that the, mm. the immediate closure of pubs. Um, I've been asked the question on many occasions in the last few weeks around pubs and the policing of them and how do the members feel. And our members, they actually find it difficult because, um, you know, how do you tell how long someone's in a pub or mm. if they've had a meal or if the meal they've had is there all night? Or, you know, it's quite a difficult thing to do. But what we're hoping comes of today is, is a set of clear guidelines from our members. Mm. Well, the, the, the act as it's, it's written uh, will give you uh, the power to enter and uh, inspect uh, a relevant premises by a member of Angardashi yeah. of Connor, whether you're in a uniform or, or not, uh, which I, I take it is uh, pertinent, uh, and you may enter with or without uh, a warrant. Uh, and if somebody attempts to block you from entering, uh, there's consequences for that in itself. Fines of up to €2,500, in fact. Yeah, it would appear so. Um, look, in relation to pubs, we've, we've always had power of entry in uniform to inspect licences and, and, and closing times and, and all of that. And I think everyone in the country has probably experienced the mm. guys coming into a pub at some stage in their, in their lives. But um, 
it's a new thing in relation to COVID. Um, like we're in very unusual circumstances. Obviously, the, the legislator are quite concerned about the, the recent numbers and the, and the, the rise of them. Although some days they're down, but other days, but I mean, even last night's figures, I think, was 217 new cases. Um, so they're obviously very concerned about these clusters that are popping up. And I don't think anybody wants to see a rise in this. And um, I think the public cooperation is something that we have to keep going. Mm. And I think the approach that our members have taken to date, which is, and will continue, um, and that's what we fully expect to come as a guideline from Garda Management, that, that the initial approach will be to engage people and explain and, and encourage them with mm. the use of these powers as a, a last option. And are you getting uh, that kind of cooperation from publicans uh, who tell us that they're getting regular visits uh, from Garda and uh, from customs officers for that matter? Yeah. I think in the main, what we're hearing from the members is that, that there isn't great difficulty with, with, with the publicans, really. Mm. A lot of them are, are running things properly and as they should be. Um, you know, But instances do arise and have arisen them. We've all seen social media reports in the past number of weeks okay. of incidents where they've arisen. And it has proven difficult, and, and that's what we get from our members, is when those incidents happen, um, the, the lack of, 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 of law or uh, ability to enforce something mm. to rectify the situation or, or bring some sort of closure to us is, is a problem for mm. them. Uh, and that they find it a difficult job to try and police it. Mm. It's a, a balancing act, I suppose, to a large degree, like yeah. a, a lot yeah. of uh, the policing matters uh, that uh, come in front of you. Uh, and uh, going back to a call we received uh, just a short while ago from somebody uh, who said they were in a shop and there were people there without face masks and could they not uh, be forced to wear them? Uh, you're to be given powers, or at least Stephen Donnelly, the Minister for Health, has been talking about giving Gardaí powers, uh, which would result in penalties for people who aren't wearing face masks when they should or face coverings when they should. Yeah, again, it's something. And even I booked myself in the weekend. Um, I, I saw the calls coming in from members of the public about face masks and shopping centres. And, mm. you know, that that's a huge policing task for our people. When, when you're trying to deal with crime and victims of crime and the day-to-day um, stuff that goes on in policing, when you have this added burden of, of, of of getting calls to shopping centres and that around masks. Um, you know, to date, the, the, there hasn't been any real um, power there or, or, or ability to, to enforce that wearing of the masks in the shopping centres. Um, I think it's probably a sensible idea to wish it a fine rather than be arresting someone who's refusing to cooperate. But again, it goes back to um, our members and, and I think that the public have appreciated the approach which has been a sensible one over the last few months of um, encouraging people and explaining to people with, with um, the power of arrest as a last option. But I mean, when when it comes to masks and shops, mm. you know, a measure such, such as this may bring its own level of compliance. I mean, most people in the country are law-abiding law citizens, mm. and if they know there's a law there, they could potentially face a fine. It's the same as speeding fines. Um, you know, people people will. Hopefully, we'll see a greater level of compliance with the wearing of masks in those situations. Is it realistic, though, to expect the force to respond to calls about people not wearing face masks? Yeah, it's quite a difficult job to do. And again, it goes back to the times we're in. It's completely unprecedented. Mm. Um, this this um, virus um, has the potential to cause huge damage to, to the population in this country. Um, we've seen it in other countries. 
Um, in fairness, the public have done a, a great job of of policing themselves, really, mm, mm. In, in the in the months of this. And, and um, you know, when you think of it, just thousands of shops in the country could have this potential for thousands of calls. I haven't had reports from our members of thousands of calls, but the calls are coming. Mm. There's obviously some people, but um, it's something like a fine on the spot. I think is a better alternative than than having to arrest them. That's if you're able to respond. uh, If you're you're able to respond, of course, it's a problem. And that's, you know, the knowledge that there may be a fine on the spot out there um, could bring a streamlining and and, and a greater compliance with it because most people are law-abiding people and Mm. they know there's a risk of a fine on the spot, they put the mask on. And what about the confusion over house parties or uh, house gatherings of seven or eight people? Yeah, again, that that's a very difficult one, and we, we watched the debate. Um, it, it, it's another difficult one for our members to police because, um, you know, it's basically, to sum it up in the Constitution, your house is your castle. Um, you know, it is as you described it, this is all a balancing act because, I mean, people have their rights. They have their, you know, they have rights under the Constitution, and to, you have to be very careful with what powers you give out and don't give out. Mm. Um, you know, around that area. And there was a huge debate in relation to that. So I don't know where the future of that lies, but they, they are a difficult thing to deal with. Um, all you can do is encourage people and explain to them the risks. And I think most people understand the risk of this at this stage. I mean, even yesterday when the schools opened, we saw one school having to, to mm. send 30 students home almost on the first day. Um, you know, so I think people realise especially coming into the winter and into the flu season, that this thing could kick off again. Mm. And, um, you know, policing, you know, without public cooperation, um, I would have to say it would be impossible for our members to police this. And that's been key to this all along, is is public cooperation and and people being aware of the risk, being aware of the damage that this has done and and the further damage it could do to this country. Um, I mean, it's in everybody's interest. To, to keep this thing at a minimum and, and knock it on the head. But if you're to get hopefully, the public to... Hopefully there'll be a vaccine and we can get back to normal oh, yeah. in the next year or two or whatever length of time that takes. Absolutely, or else we all end up going around with gas masks on us or, or something like that, uh, which uh, yeah. may, may be uh, a, a topic uh, for you to deal with because uh, you've been using spit shields uh, uh, as uh, part of uh, the response uh, to COVID uh, and uh, they're described by the Irish Council of Civil Liberties as barbaric and possibly counterproductive. Uh, have you any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, uh, in fairness, uh, and I think uh, I don't have the exact mm. figures on the use of the mic, but um, I know certainly in the last few months it, there's been very few incidents where they've been used um, you know, from our point of view as employees, there is a responsibility on on, um, on Garda Khan, a duty of care to the employees. Mm. And if somebody, particularly if they do have COVID-19, is deciding to spit at you mm. and you're in a situation where you, you have, they, they've committed an offence or they've done something where an arrest has to be made. Mm. I mean, do, do you just tell them it's all right, go home, or do, or do you use something that protects you and it allows you to make that arrest safe? Well, 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 that's Both the interesting question, I, I think. Unfortunately, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's something that goes mm. onto their face. 
But, um, you know, mm. it, it has provided in those few situations where it's been used, it has provided a level of protection. I mean, if a member is spat at by someone who's confirmed to have oh, COVID, disgusting, yeah. that has the mm. potential. Yeah. But it also has mm. the potential to shut a whole station down with mm. people away tests and results as well, which mm. not in the community's interest to have their local station or their the units of that local station not at work either. But there is that question about it being counterproductive as well because you put this mask as such over somebody so that that stops them spitting at you. Uh, but it doesn't block the droplets that would come from them if they were trying to spit at you, which could mean that because of uh, the uh, aggression involved in a situation like that, that you're more at risk, in fact. Yeah, uh, look, I, I, I'm mm. not aware of the actual protection yeah. levels of the spit guard or, or, or the, the, the mechanics of, of what it does and doesn't let in or out. But, um, you know, it, it does stop the spit from travelling a, a, a distance that it wouldn't, that it would otherwise. Um, so, you know, it, it's a level of protection mm. that I think they have been used very sparingly. And I think, mm. um, you know, it, it would be considered a use of force, really. So it has mm. been used very spar- sparingly. And there is an obligation to report them as soon as it is used. Okay. And then it, it's examined by the superintendent of the district um, all around the use of it, why it was used, and, and was it reasonable. So okay. um, they, they are sparingly used. I mean, our, our people are just using them. Um, willy-nilly, they are very conscious of of, of um, the use of them and, and I don't have the exact figures, but they are quite low in the grand scheme, I think. Okay, just going back to the issue of the pubs and this legislation uh, that uh, is expected to go through the Dáil today, uh, it will give you new powers uh, to bring in uh, immediate closure orders or apply for immediate closure orders for some pubs, and I suppose everybody has heard or seen pubs uh, who uh, are letting on, if you like, uh, purporting to sell nine euro meals and not, uh, or uh, selling uh, some food, uh, but people staying there for hours on end and just drinking and to all intents and purposes, uh, they're wet pubs. Uh, Do you expect to use these powers and to uh, close down pubs uh, who are flaunting the law like that? Well, we would hope not to. Um, And that's the feedback I'm getting from our members on the ground is that we would hope not to have to use them. Um, there is a process from what I see, and that's why we're interested to see what comes up today. What we've heard is there is a process involving the superintendent, so there is an examination of, of, of the situation before the power is used. Again, not unlike the spit mask and other powers, including arrests, um, where we're sparingly is how we, we our members would like to see them used because... Um, you know, nobody wants to be in a situation where they're, 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 they're putting 50 people out of a pub and, and the, the, the situation that might arise from that. So, um, you know, it's all about, and our members, I think, have, have shown it, um, it's all about encouraging people, explaining people, it's all about cooperation. I mean, we, we complete police by consent, and I think even the figures on arrests on the, that uh, involved in COVID-19 um, situations are low as well. And that's testament to the relationship between the public and, and, and our members. I mean, we, we police by consent, and, and I don't think any of our members want to see that change. OK, we'll leave it there for the moment. Thank you very much, as always, Thanks, though, for joining you. us. Thank you. Jim Mulligan, President of the GRA, the Garda Representative Association. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. 
Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.